Welcome to the Digital Bosses Podcast with Joseph and Claire. Our definition of being your own boss means showing up for yourself so you can show up for everyone and everything personally and professionally. So congratulations on showing up, boss. We created the Digital Bosses Podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies to help you start, grow, and build a purposeful online business. If you are a business owner, creator, looking to build an impactful brand that makes a difference, you are in the right place. So let's Tyler is in the house. How are you, Tyler? So nice to have you here. I'm doing well, Joe. How are you, my friend? All good, all good. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to have you on the podcast. Yeah, my pleasure. I appreciate the invite. Super excited to be here. Same. I am so happy to have you here because we are talking about one of the most important things in business, which is sales. But specifically, you know, we connected a few, now I think it was 2020 when we connected on Instagram or something like that. I know, time goes fast when you're having fun. I know, exactly. <laughs> and we connected a few years ago and, you know, I remember being in a transition from social media to video marketing and I was niching down and I remember you having this approach about sales, which for me was sort of like, oh, this is something... I know too, but I never talked about it because I used to be a sales trainer. And I was really fascinated by the way you were explaining the topic and how to convert follow-ups into customers. So I remember we started following each other and it was a mutual support uh, throughout the years. And then a few weeks back, we had a live, which was really fun. And we talked about introverts and sales strategy for Discovery Call for introverts and that led that open a conversation really. So I thought, why not having me on the show? So, yeah, and, and and that was a great live and I it was a really um expanded and went more in detail around, you know, the the nature of introverts, which, you know, I'm sure we'll tap into and ultimately sales, because sales, as we know, um, has a bit of a a taboo, should we say, around what the meaning is for a lot of people. It's a little bit icky, it's a little bit, you know, people have this kind of bad um feeling when it comes to talking about sales. So I want to break that down and I'm sure we'll have a great conversation about that today around what that actually means for people and how they can take sales as this easy flow part of their business and and make it nice adaptable to them. It can be just something that is so, um, such a game changer when it's done right. I agree. It is really one of those skills that everybody, in my opinion, should have. It doesn't matter what role you cover in the business. But I would love to start from the beginning, something I never asked you before. I want to know, well, for anyone in the audience that doesn't know you, I would love you to introduce yourself and tell who you are and how did you get to be a sales coach. But my other question for you is, what was your first ever sales job as well? So both. Okay. All right. So I'll I'll try and recap on all that. Okay. So how I started out, well, I'm just disclaim now for everyone so it puts everyone at ease straight away is that I didn't grow up saying I wanted to be a born salesperson that was never part of the uh the, the career pathway when I was a child okay I want to be something just like probably all of us were at that age you know I want to be like a a um a paleontologist or something crazy like that you know um so just so you know I didn't grow up saying hey I'm, when I grow up I would be a salesperson I'm going to show people how to, how to make sales but my first sales job happened over 15 years ago so I started this you know, in sales, you know, a long time um, ago now, uh, 15 years makes me feel old. But with that being said, I didn't know anything about sales. I just saw a, a job. It was pretty one of those um, boring backstories, really, how I was, I just looked for a job in sales. It was in the medical field. I, I applied for it. I, I, I got the job. But I, and they said, hey, well, this is sales. And I, and I thought, okay, I'll give it a go. 
but what actually happened in that first glimpse of my career is that I didn't like sales at all. I know, shock horror, right? I didn't like it because the because I didn't really know what it, what it actually meant to be a salesperson. What did back, you not like about it? Yeah, well, the the thing is, back then, you sales wasn't there wasn't so much information as the, as there is now, right? About how you can jump on the scene like fifteen years ago when you technology, I mean, yeah, we still had things that were moving, but not in the age where you can just jump online. There's so much around it, right? And social media is where it's at now to learn every aspect of sales. So I didn't really have this this knowledge and I didn't really know how to interact with people at that time. I didn't really know how to communicate. I didn't really know what all that meant to go in and actually listen to people and be um, in the moment with them to actually see, what, see how they're saying things and what they're saying and what that actually truly meant. I was in this sales era where you went in with your product or service and you were like hey we've got this buy it from me right and that's pretty much what you're taught go make those calls go see as many people as possible it's a numbers game try and close as many deals as you can that was the the mentality of sales back then right and, and so because you had your your bosses who were these you know i don't know i don't like the term but kind of just headstrong quote unquote, they could sell iced Eskimos, which we know that's the bad sales mentality to have it the worst. Um, and so that was kind of the pressure you had on you to go make those deals. And so that was all I knew. And when I look back, I'm like, oh, that was a horrible place to be in because that was, I, I, I can see myself now, if I was that customer, man, what what, what was that guy up to basically? So that was how I started. aggressive, isn't it? It's aggressive. Yeah, it was, it was aggressive. And not that I was jumping down these people's throat to say buy my stuff, but a sense that just the approach you gave you, you didn't give them a sense to actually want to connect or want to build. You, you would have instantly looking back now, and, I, and unfortunately, people still do that, regardless of the information. Now, is that you are going to build up resistance. You're going to build up this wall between you and the customer, the client, and they're going to basically tell you to go away or not interact with you at all, which leaves you without the deal. So that's how I started in my first part of my career. But um, but going back, how I've started my business now was yeah over those years of trial and error from 15 years ago i started from the ground up so literally from zero of no sales experience zero nada zero sales experience in that in that aspect and throughout the years learning my own my skill set learning how to interact with people learning what people are saying how they're saying it how to communicate how to follow up all the all the ins and outs and that built up my my skill set and then I learned, okay, what works, what doesn't work. I mean, sales is not, okay, you learn one thing, you do a year's sales experience, and you think, okay, I can sell. It does not work like that. It's a, it's an ongoing skill, as you know, Joe. It's, it's something that you're constantly learning. It's a, it's, a, it's a mental awareness. It's, a, it's an ability. It's a tool set, mindset, skill set. So throughout the years, I, I kept learning my, 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 my skill set in my own way. And then what happened is I got promoted, which is great. I got promoted to a, a sales manager which i don't like to use the term manager i, I kind of classify myself as a sales leader i kind of liked that term more so i call myself a sales leader so then i had the, the opportunity to train and lead sales people who are underneath me in a way but i never looked at them as like i'm your superior i always looked at them as how can i level these people up to be to do as well as i can do if not better um because i want them to be succeeding their own way so that gave me some really cool understanding to see okay people who who are working underneath you who've come in with under zero sales experience and teach them how to navigate those those skills because these people come with zero sales experience and, and then you're almost you're mentoring them you're coaching them you're you're, you're guiding them in, in their own way so 
that built up over my whole sales career of of being able to sell. And then about three years ago, I, I jumped into social media, and that was the the, the gap there. So, um, we're just over three years ago now, and I, I didn't know what social media. Happy anniversary! Yeah, well, th- yeah, <laughs> happy anniversary. So I didn't actually know what what sales was like. Um, ha- sorry, how how sales my my career would change or transition to having my own business at the time. I love that. And thank you so much for sharing the whole time frame because it's so fascinating. I can resonate with so many things because when you talked about your fear at the beginning of sales, because what came up for me was pressure, right? You are in an environment that is very much under pressure. It's all based on performance. You are what you sell and you become a number and you are a number that does all the numbers. And I feel when people think about sales, that's what they think. And what is really interesting to me is how you went from this aggressive approach and how that helped you to mold your approach right now, which is completely the opposite. And I feel what happens there is, and I don't know if you agree with me, but from my experience, I used to be a sales manager as well. And I feel when you start from the beginning you don't have any sales experience they teach you this aggressive approach because the aggressive approach is sort of something that they feel can be applied to everybody and even if you don't know you just have to use this mold and apply it to everybody and you're going to have that person that hates it but other three that don't so they're going to get on with it but what is really interesting to me is that people that usually start by hating sales are the ones that end up being better at it later on because the better you become with knowledge of the product and the service that you have to offer, the more comfortable you become with that. So the less need you have to push it, if you will. I don't know if you agree. Yeah, I, I like how you broke that down there. It's, I think you're right. I mean, a lot of us come with this bad rap or, I mean, this is why a lot of people don't actually last in sales, right? Everyone's probably done some, well, we've all sold. Everyone's been a salesperson or We've been we've had sales in us right from the get go of being born, right? <laughs> like you know, we start crying for food, we start crying for things like that. So sales and in, in the blood of everyone, but it's how it's how, when you talk about the career side of things. Yeah, I think we have this overarching pressure on us to get into a sales role because um, you are told as a numbers game, you are told it's this. Um, as you mentioned, go out there and sell, 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 and go see as many people as possible, and go try and pitch your product as much as you can and I, th- I don't think it really sets the present for a lot of people and understanding what sales is and that's why now I try and tell people and, and, and explain to them and show them that through online is like it can be just done in such a natural way that yes as you mentioned when you've got your product or service showing how this can actually change someone and impact someone's life and solve a problem for them rather than saying how can I sell this to this person and really it's about the conversation it's really how you you navigate and really understand where this person's at and can you provide that solution for them which means okay yes i'm doing my job in that way i'm not actually here to trying to go quote unquote close the deal which i think is still a big mentality for a lot of people and that was back then it was like how do you i just closed a deal right i just closed that was the kind of the, the mantra right where it's like when you look yes. at it, you're like, wow, how how tech is that? Like, right, very right, and like it's 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 not about that anymore. So, um, but the other side you, you mentioned as well, it's like I think the people who do excel at sales later on in, in life realize that what they were taught, Sean, earlier on was 
was not applicable and, and would never sustain for anyone. And I think those people like yourself, Joe, who, who saw the light come out a better off and, and now you're trying to show people how to, how to see it differently. And I always say, um, and I've had a bit of a quote over the last few years, it's like sell differently to sell more. Um, and it's because, you know, if you're trying to sell like everyone else, like the, you know, the, the, the Wolf of Wall Street or whatever they are and, 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 you know, sell me this pen, all those things that come up, it's, it's not about that anymore. It's, it's really about communication at its finest, I think. I love that. What you mentioned is that sell differently to sell more. I love that. That's very cool. I want to, we're going to probably make a reel out of this. I think that's really cool. Thank you, Tyler, for sharing that. That's a very cool quote. Let me tell you, after being a social media manager for a number of years, I can honestly say that navigating social media clients is like dating. Each one of them just comes with a very different twist. For example, you have the stalker, that one person that just needs that reel every Thursday at 9 p.m. and their life depends on it. Or perhaps you might come across the ghost. Social media isn't their cup of tea, but you are their ghostbusters. You ensure that their brand doesn't vanish overnight, but it takes them a week for them to reply to your email. Or maybe you might be familiar with a party animal, that one client that wants 27 posts a day. And when it comes to strategy, mm, not really. They are the expert and you are the stage manager. I work with each and every one of them. And let me tell you, to find the right clients, it does take a few swipes. Just like in dating, finding your social media clients match, it's a journey. Similar to finding the right tool for your business, which is why I discovered Metrical. Metrical is a social media tool, which I like to call my stress-busting strategy hero. If you are a social media manager, content marketer, or solopreneur, Metrical is a super weapon. It allows you to handle multiple platforms and brands without adding any extra chaos. And as you know, I do like chaos. From Google Business to TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and more, Metrical is the ultimate multitasker. Calendars, DMs, all in one streamlined space to ultimately replace stress with strategy, which as you know, I love more than anything. You can start your free 30 days premium trial today with the code BOSS at www.metrical.com with the code BOSS at checkout. Once again, www.metricool.com with the code BOSS at checkout. Metricool is the perfect match for your social media management. There's no tool like Metricool. I want to ask you about your time when you were in the medical industry you were selling. And you said to me, I came across this industry and I started off there and it was very high pressure. What was your biggest challenge there? Because I have a feeling you're more of an introvert person. So how would how did you overcome mm. that? Yeah, I mean, I th I didn't really know what the introvert meaning was earlier on. Like, I didn't know this was a, I didn't even think of it at a, at a time. I just knew that okay, because as you've probably experienced it in your career, you would have conferences and you would have had all these different things, and you know, what do you want to call them over there, like expos and stuff? And you'd go there and you'd be a supplier and you try and promote all your products on these stands for the weekends. And I'd, and I'd realize after a big session where there's people bombarding you to look at your your products and services, I realized like, oh man, like I'm feeling really drained here because I've just been talking to a lot of people um, and didn't realize that was the, um, the situation of needing just to uh, regulate myself afterwards and have that bit of time to go back out there where I saw some of my extroverted colleagues where they could just, they were loud and they were um, very outspoken. And, um, and, and where I'm trying to place this is that that's where I saw myself earlier on and I thought, and so when I look back now with my sales managers and stuff like that, 
who were um, who were telling me what to do in a, in a nutshell, I thought I had to be like them because they because they were they were going to these to go and meet, and meet customers with me and they'll take you know because they're kind of chaperone you earlier on and, and show you the ropes shall we say and i'd go and i'd, I'd you know, look at them and i'd be going to see customers and i'd be very outspoken like hey and you know just walking these places very loud and i'd be kind of so you thought that was the right way yeah and it. i thought that was next to them yeah and i thought that yeah. was next and i'd and I be walking next to them kind of like meek little guy and i'd be thinking wow like i just i'm just not going to be able to be like that there's there's no way and so then i would try to be like that and it just didn't come across and that was probably one of the biggest struggles later on because I thought I had to be something that I wasn't to, to, to be good at sales. Um, and so I, I looked at already that I had a disadvantage. But then I realized, yeah, so that was, that was probably the biggest struggle later on. That I thought I had to be the something, this outspoken, loud person, really energetic, really, um, yeah, just really loud to get people's attention, which wasn't the case. I love that you shared that because you touched down on a few points that I think are really interesting. Number one is that everything seems to have a label where this is introvert, this is outspoken, this is ambivert. So a few years ago, you were who you were, you didn't know. But the point of emulation where you said, I was looking at myself manager and I thought that was the right way to do it. So I was doing it as well, even though it didn't feel right to me. It's something that I feel a lot of people and a lot of business owners do on social media. You see a pattern of people that do exactly what everybody else is doing. And you can tell this applies on content, this applies on sales. And, you know, they see and they follow a specific technique. For example, um, you know, you, I, I always say you can tell people that follow, I, people that follow specific coaches because they have that specific approach. And you can tell they're knowing their skin with it and it's just like an act. And to me, what I find really difficult to watch is the fact that the product that they sell and the service they offer is probably amazing, but because of that act, it feels not authentic. And it's such a stealing for themselves because they have the opportunity to do it in the way that feels right to them, but they just don't take that because they are too busy to emulate someone. I don't know if you ever came across that. Yeah, and I'm I'm glad you know glad you touched on that because that's something that I think a lot of people don't speak about, and you know I'm I'm glad that you are one of those you know great personalities, Joseph, who can you know is not scared to talk about those things because it is on social media, right? A lot of people are mirroring other people and how they how they shop, and okay, if that if it's working for them, I'm just going to try and emulate that as you mentioned them. And, and talk about that and show up exactly the same way and, and you can tell it does, it's not authentic it's it's not being them at, at their at their core soul and i think it's not going to last very long because then you you're running out of ideas because it's exactly. not yours exactly and i think a lot of people shine up in this way that they feel like they have to show up is the big thing right um and i think you know maybe there's a there's a touch on that from all of us so early on and and but unfortunately some people get so lost in that now um that they're trying to do everything else everyone else is doing and and i i, I mean i've learned now that it's 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 not going to get you anywhere i mean as you know like it, it, you can see it it doesn't look it doesn't look great on that person to, sh to try and be something they're not and it's as you mentioned like they've probably got a great product or service but them shot up in that way it's only going to do more more harm to their to their business um and i think what people just need to realize is that you know you don't have to sell like someone else or or you can take the skill set you can take the or market yourself as well. You can take the take someone's um, take the learnings from that and and how to 
position yourself and how to make that part of your your own stuff but just going out and just literally just duplicate it which is a lot out there right especially in the coaching industry like you know you got this person that they love coach this person it's almost like you know some people may look at it as like a pyramid scheme right you got the got the head poncho you know head poncho sorry and then you got the it you know and then everyone's doing the same thing but <laughs> it's just like and it's just like well like you know so it's like well how do you break the mold there you know and that's the thing and, and you know that's something i've tried to like yourself joe try to stay in my own lane really massively and you know there's even when people were starting out, go, hey, you know, you've got to do this and you've got to do that. I just was like, no, like I feel like this is my, this is my strengths. This is where I shine. Like I'm not going to go out there and try and be something I'm not um, to try and capture people. And you'll find that your stuff will eventually stick, and people will see that okay, this person's real. They're just doing what they need to do, and 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 then you'll find that you'll get people reaching out to you because they actually want that, and they want people who are real. Funny, right? People people want people who are real it's it's yeah like that's that's and what it, comes something it's true and it's just like you know to me it's it's something that we touched on on our life before and it was about people forget to be humans you know they have this this approach and i'm like okay like come like i see this on dms all the time i send a message to someone say hey how are you uh, how is your day going and then these people are oh you know i've been doing this and a bit i said well come down i just ask you how are you like relax <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm not going to eat you. It's okay. <laughs> so it's like, there is this, this fear and this narrative that is so unfortunate because you see so many people that have their, their approach and it doesn't feel right to them. And then they sadly disappeared because they, they, it just doesn't feed their skin anymore. It's just not something that they do very well because it's not them. So I love what you said about finding your own pace. It's very important. Now, I want to talk to you about your recent, you have a, a new product for introverts, really, which is, it's a lid magnet, isn't it? Yeah, so it's like a, it's a, it's a, a, a downloadable guide for, for it's, it's called the Ultimate DM Playbook for Introverts. Right, which is brilliant because the reason why I want to talk to, uh, when I talked about this is because when we did our live together, we talked about sales for introverts, which as we know, is something that I have been in the past, you, you have been to, and it's just really understanding what is the right fit for them when it comes to sales, because you don't want to be aggressive, but you also want to come from a place of value rather than a place of sales, right? So I would love to start by asking you a little bit more about sales for introverts. We talked about it before, but I would love to ask you about the networking part, which is building relationship in a sales context, something that you can do through DM as well. Um, what would you say is the best way, on your opinion, to build those connections on social media? If you run into that, you want to come from a place of service and you still want to sell what you have to offer, but you don't want to come across too salesy and pushy if you run into that. What's your take on that? Yeah, I mean, it's a great question. I think for what I've noticed and be able to do for myself and, and built up is because I'm an introvert at heart as well. I think it's knowing how to regulate that, that energy uh, for yourself. And, and, and before you kind of go and jumping into all guns blazing to conversations, just take that moment as, as, as we are for introvert superpower and look how things and look at things for a moment and then act on them right because we're good at doing that you know a lot of the extrovert side in sales would typically just jump and teeny things shut away without really thinking about or seeing it from the the potential client's perspective and, and i know that that's a really good superpower for a lot of introverts to be able to just 
take take a moment, take a step back, look at look what's happening, look at the conversation, and then go go into to it and, and act on it. I think that's a really cool thing to be able to do, um, and that's something I, I I always when even when I get a DM from a potential client, I don't just show I jump on it. I I, I really analyze the what they're trying to say and how they're saying it and then I, I i respond and i'm like okay how should i respond so i'm really taking a moment there to to figure out what 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 i'm doing and i think that's a big key thing for a lot of people um especially well, for introverts um because the i'm just gonna take a step back there with the the sales philosophies out there and the way to do things a lot of it's done and and taught by extroverts right so a a lot of the information out there is is from sales extroverts so when you're trying to get an introvert to do the same thing it's not going to be congruent to their their way of how they show up how they do things now introvert might go oh it means you know because i'm shy and i'm and i'm quite uh uh, you know quite shy sorry and i feel like yeah that's that can be you can be soft spoken you can be a bit more reserved but it doesn't mean that's a weakness to be in sales that's a good thing because you're not going to just jump straight into things you're going to you're going to look at them in a different way you're going to take 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 action a different way you're going to approach things more subtly and and and, and be more responsive so it's it's actually in its own superpower in its own in its own right so where i'm going with that is that how i've designed this playbook for introverts is that it shows them a new way to look at things because the top salespeople in the world, the top sales gurus um, out there, believe it or not, they're they're introverts. Um, they they just wear an, an extroverted mask at times, and that's something that a lot of us can do. So you know, like I mean, I remember doing this um, bit of a, a story is I remember doing this training for this group of um, this big group of, of 15 salespeople um, and training them. And I was, it was just me, right? And, and you have 15 people on Zoom looking at you. And I was doing the sales training with them and, and this one one girl pops up and she's like, I just, I, just, I just know I can go visit these customers, you know, these people's homes. You know, I, I'm an introvert. And I said, well, you know, guess what? And she said, what? And I said, well, this, this training right now with 15 of you looking at me, I'm an introvert. And she was just blown back. She's like, whoa, really? Like, so I'm saying it's it's not that you can't present yourself to people. It's not that you can't go on large stages or you can't talk to people in these ways. It's just how you approach the conversations and how you look at things. It's just a different thought pattern behind it. I agree. And don't you think sometimes people confuse introvert with shy? Yeah, that's the thing. I think there's going to be different personalities where you, maybe you are just a quiet reserved person and that can just be a personality type like i probably am a deep down shy shy and um reserved person in my own nature i i do you know i'm i am someone with my with my wife we like to just chill out together enjoys each, each other's company right but you know we don't we don't need to go out there and go partying with people all the time and stuff we're not that way inclined but everyone's everyone's got their own thing but in saying that I can get on a live and do a solo live by myself and and talk for a half an hour to an hour and have people watching me. But afterwards, I might feel feel a bit like I need to go regulate. I might just need to go ten minutes just afterwards, or just to go have a drink and just get some fresh air. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Just decompress. Great, great, um, great word there. Um, you know, even with my client, you know, when I'm seeing clients, I don't try and overload my day um, because I know by the end of it, my energy my energy levels have depleted quite a lot from just the just the energy that is, is is needed to be given but also received from clients where extroverts can do that probably all day every day and and, and just give 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 without having that, that depletion of energy so it is just knowing your your 
where you are and, and your levels and and then knowing that your your introvertness is not a, a weakness because it can be such a harness tool when you are applying it into the sales. It can be a superpower and I completely agree with you, Tyler. And I want to link this to my next question because I asked to my community, what is that feeling they they associate to sales when they think about it? And some of the question, some of the answers, sorry, that I got were they associate sales to anxiety, to um, pressure, which is are a few points that, funny enough, we linked before in the experience that both me and you had when we started off our careers. And I want to ask you now, as the Tyler that you are today, what are some practical tips or exercise, if you will, that you will recommend to someone who is more of an introvert to incorporate into their daily routine, if you will, to overcome that anxiety and that feeling of competition, if you will, when it comes to sales? What's your take on that? What would you advise? Yeah, I mean, there's a few things there, and I'll and I'll try and touch them all. And I, I, I one of the first things that I got taught having my business online, um, and something that plays a, a really key important role for me now, and I teach a lot of my clients this, is that when you are having an interaction with a potential potential client, you know, you get onto a Zoom call with them the first time, and you need to, and you need to talk to them, and maybe you're feeling a little bit, oh no, I need this deal, right? Or I need to, I need to, I. I you know, there's nothing wrong with making money, but maybe you're just not making the sales you want right now, and you're and you're about to jump on on this call with them, and you're feeling a bit kind of anxious because you know there's, there's part of it that you need to close the sale, you need to you want the client, you, but you're, you're feeling um, anxious, you're feeling nervous because you don't want to mess it up, right? Um, and that can happen to a lot of us, and it does happen to most people because uh, it's it's a natural state, right? But where I'm where I'm going with that is there, there's a thing called mirror neurons and, and I, I think I might have touched a bit on the live and I'm not going to go too pseudoscience on it but it's 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 the it's the way that people pick up on our on our energy levels so if you jump on onto this call straight away and you're feeling anxious and you're feeling nervous even a complete stranger can pick up on that regard even if we're trying to block that right so where I go for my clients is, is have this moment of gratitude and I'm not talking about you know, stand in the mirror for 10 times beforehand um, or anything like that. What I'm, where I'm going with this is just have this moment of gratitude before you get on there and just say, like, I, I love what I do. I've, you know, I get to have my own business. I get to help people. I get to solve problems. And just start being this moment of gratitude for yourself and that I get to do what I love to do and I love to be able to help other people doing it. And do that just before you get on the call because that transference of that emotion of gratitude will pass through the other person. And that gets captured within about 90 seconds of, of the first part of your call. And when people start feeling this, this good feeling, it's the dopamine, right? It's the dopamine feeling, right? It's the, it's the, it's the good, um, it's a good love chemical in, 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 the, in the brain, as we know, that makes people feel a certain way. So where I'm about that is that when you can make that as part of your habit, when you're interacting with clients, it can be such a game changer. So just try and embrace that. Um, and, you know, for a lot of my clients, just them thinking, thinking in that positive light, not having to get on this call and going, hey, you know, all it's not about that. It's just feeling like, you know, that that self-gratitude that you get to do what you, you love doing and, and, and feeling grateful for what you have around you in some way, shape, or form. Think about that. And when you get on this call, it, it starts the call off in such a different way. And you'll notice that. And so that's probably one of the best advice I can tell if you're feeling a little bit anxious it's okay if you start feeling a little bit that throughout, but the first feeling someone gets when they first meet you is the feeling they're going to have. 
Yeah, no, it's true. I agree. And it's really down to reading the room in a way, right? So, and that's a very important part. I love the fact that you touched on this, Tyler, because I talk about this also from a perspective of showing up on social media when you are on a live or when you are on video. And I always talk about the mirror effect, which is really down there. Often you are the mirror of what the person on the other side of the screen is feeling. And that happens a lot on, so on discovery calls as well. If you feel anxious, the person will feel the same. I always bring the example of you scrolling through TikTok and you see this video of this person. This person is some, somehow cringy. You don't know what it is, but it makes you cringe. And because the person on the video is cringing, so it's a mirror effect, right? It feels the same way. And it happens a lot with sales. And we talked about this during our live because we talk about how to jump on a call as an introvert. And I feel there is that fear of jumping on a call and sort of have to have an act and do your sales pitch. When you are an introvert, I believe if you, I think you know this more than me, it's more about listening than it is about talking. Yeah, I think listening and, you know, there's all this thing about active listening and I think even on when you put out that lovely post of ours, you know, I think people still comments really service level on what those things are, right? Like, oh, it's active listening or you're doing this and doing that. But your, your discovery call in a nutshell, your sales call is really about discovering how you have the, if you can really understand the person's challenges, their problems, and if you've got the solution for it. At the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. When it comes to about listening, yeah, you've got to listen with intent, but also asking, you know, questions that are viable to what you have and what you offer and and knowing, okay, I need to ask a certain questions that gets this person to open up, get, gets them to share, gets them to actually share the truth. Now, a lot of times we ask these questions that have probably been just, I know where we've come up with them, but, I, you know, for maybe from a previous training or whatever it is and, you know, it might be like, okay, well, how many times, you know, if you're a social media manager, it might be like, how many times you post on social media? Or what are you doing here? And it's just very surface level, but we're not going through what the impact is here with these people. We're not, we're not really getting to the grit of where things are for this person right now. And I think that's, and I think that's the biggest thing that a lot of people miss and, and wonder why they, they lose a lot of opportunities because it's just surface level stuff, right? And you're trying to be this, this, this friend to them. You, I'm not saying you can't, connect with people but you're trying to get them to like you more than anything you're trying to get them to 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 be your friend and have laughs and on on, on all these things and but, and i'm not saying there's anything wrong with that but discovery call is to discover that as we mentioned before that they've got the problem the challenge you've got the solution for it what is the gap what are they facing what is the impact of that and really understanding that at its core and then going well look i've got something here for you today that's going to change all this for you. It's going to help you have a better life. It's going to help you make more sales. It's going to help you shop differently. It's going to give you this. It's going to give you that. And it's going to change this for you. And you're never going to have to worry about this, this situation ever again. How does that feel? Right? Yeah, I, I, do, I do agree with this perspective. And it actually brings something that happened to me the other day. I went on a meeting in person and it was for this new potential client in social media that we have. And it's 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 a big company in New York City and they the owner of this company, they are scared of social media. So they never use social media as a tool to market. They never needed it because they have a really good referral program. But at the same time they do want 
use social media. They do want they want to use social media because they want to share more about the story when they started because that's what will make people connect to the brand more than connect to the offer that they have and the service that they provide. So the question I asked during the meeting was, okay, what is the biggest fear that you have when it comes to social media? What is the what is your worst nightmare that can happen as soon as we start a posting? What is the thing that you are the most scared of? And what came out to was, it was more the fact that they were scared about reputation. They, they would lose their reputation that there was, you know, if the narrative of the brand goes wrong and if there is a conversation they, they're not able to handle the right way, they were scared that this was going to give them a damage on online because due to other experiences where people do not manage their campaign properly, the backlash is proper. So they were scared about backlash. So I basically listened to what they were saying and I came back with some keywords, which is a very easy technique if anyone listening, if you are in a call and you are so scared that you feel that you are overwhelmed by the idea that you need to sell, focus on listening and come out with three keywords at the end of that sentence of your prospect and use them back to them and sort of paraphrase what they say. So that shows you that you're listening, but at the same time, you can then link it to what you have to offer. It's about how does my product help you? And what is the feeling I want you to have when you use my service? That's what I think is what most of business owners do not get right. I don't know if you agree. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's it's really associating with the gap, the gaps that they have that you can provide the solution for. I think that's the biggest thing a lot of people miss out on, right? So, we want to talk about a solution for and how this can be crafted for a lot of my clients is that no matter what they're selling, it's to understand their potential client, their ideal client on how they can see the <coughs> me, the impact, the impact of what that looks like. And that's the biggest one. Yeah, that's the biggest. I agree. It's all about impact. And in fact, this is why I always use this word in my in my agency value, the, the the service that we provide doesn't matter if it's social media content that is free or it's a paid service, it's always about impact. What impact does it have on you? And, you know, that's a very important part. And I love that you touched on that. So I want you to share before we wrap this up a little, maybe a three-step starter pack for introverts that are scared to book, uh, to book the to book that discovery call, they are stuck in their DMs. They don't know how to take the DM from DM to discovery call. What's the step that you will advise on that? Um, keep it short. Keep it sweet. Um, I think is the... So three steps, right? Okay, so how will I break this down? The DMs, you've got to keep it short, sweet. Don't try and overextend the conversation. That's probably key one. Yeah? A lot of people try and go and, and try and extract, try and overqualify some of the DMs. Try and... And what happens is that trying to overqualify someone by asking them so many different questions actually hinders your deal, hinders the opportunity more than anything, right? The less friction you have from the first conversation to you actually chatting with them about them working together is the best opportunity you can have. Try and shorten your sales process by qualifying them. Here's question one, here's question two, here's, uh, you know, all you're doing is blocking, 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 blocking. All right, with, we think we need, so step one is try and keep that so short and simple so the moment someone reaches out to you asking okay just purely trying to put this at like a real time someone someone sends me a dm and says hey hey tyler i'm interested in your coaching services can you tell me more about it now most people might give them a link to their website or 
give them a link to something or try and start pitching here yeah, i can help you this way this way just purely ask them what they're looking for what they want help with someone's going to open up from there they're going to tell you what they want if it is something that links to your solution so for example someone says to me i need a lead i need help with getting leads i need help closing my sales calls okay i know i can help them from there i'm going to straight away as long as i can check out that person in some way shape or form i can see that they're an ideal client i can see they're a coach they're a solopreneur they're a small business owner and i've got that 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 um, i can tell that i can help them i will straight away reply back and say hey let's grab a free 30 minute call no fluff here's the link book it in so that's my that's my steps and then from there we get on the call and then it's about how you conduct that call okay it's about how you ask them uh what they're looking for what the, what's motivated to bring them there what's the biggest challenges right now that they're facing that they would regret not solving six months from now so putting a timestamp on it and then figuring out the cost of an action around that that there is my simple process now i can break that down a lot more but i know we're limited time today but that essentially for a for an introvert or for anyone who is just wanting to have such an easy step without overcomplicating them like three steps that's it dm ask them book them into a call I love that. That was so simple and actionable. That was great. Thank you, Tyler. That was brilliant. And where can the listener find you? Well, um, they can they can track me down on good old social media on Instagram, which is the Tyler Archer. So it's nice and easy to find me there. Um, but look, you know, if, if people want some really accessible um, solutions that are cost free, they can let you go to my link and buy. There's a great new playbook that I've released. It's over 15 pages of just solid value. If you're an introvert and you're listening to this and you're just like, I just need a new way to sell things that just aren't online and aren't working for me, get that instant access. You can download that right away and start using and start getting results. There's also my um, free sales objection 